the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Money, 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 money. This show is about being a good human being. No, it's about money, 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 getting you to retirement, getting you to live a life while you can before you end up slumped over on your steering wheel, dead from disappointment of what your life turned out to be, saddened, you were never able to right the wrongs of getting ahead. You know, one of my favorite movies in the world was a movie called Transformers. It was, I know you're saying, the one with the the recent movies? No, 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 no. The cartoon Transformers back in the 1990s. It was uh, when Optimus Prime died at the end of the movie, saving the rest of humanity. I was like, no, no. And they had that awesome soundtrack. Transformers, more than meets the sky. And it was like all rock and roll. But again, I'm digressing. Do you know what I liked about that as a kid? I had, I played with some Transformers. I never had one myself. My parents were too poor. I know you're saying you're that you were that poor. You didn't have Transformer toys. <clears throat> yeah, we were that poor. I came from a, a poor black family. Rob Black and your money. Um, and my my cousin Roberto Negro would visit, and he would come, and he would have um, Transformer toys, and I always liked them because you know it started off a car and it turned into a robot. How cool was that? The way we're going as society, have you not seen the Transformers robots? There's even a more rock and roll one done by Van Halen. I know you're saying, really? It might have been Sammy Hagar. It might have been Van Hagar. I'm not quite sure. It's neither here nor there. But anyway, the whole idea of things transforming was kind of cool to me. A car transforming into a robot that could shoot missiles. Um, I had an imagination as a kid. But now, like, when you go around town, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com, when you go around town, you see smaller and smaller apartments being built, right? Yeah. Smaller and smaller condos. 
um, the sprawling McMansions kind of uh, in the Bay Area, have, they, they're not de- developing them per se. If they are, they're in Woodside and they're in the gated community. And you and I don't get to drive by them. Um, furniture that transforms now. I'm seeing more and more cool stuff, right? More and more Murphy beds. Is this it? Huh, I remember this is better in the 90s. <laughs> My favorite is the shelf. So it's got like huh? six shelves huh? and then it rotates. It rotates down and so you have all your dining wear on it huh? and then it rolls into a corner and you roll it out and you rotate it and all the shelves all meet together and create a your table that you eat on and all the plates are already right there and then when you're done you put all the plates on the on each sleeve and then it rotates back up and you slide it back in the corner that's my favorite transforming furniture they've now got desks and coffee tables that transform like you can get a coffee table that suddenly pops up and turns into a desk pretty cool stuff and i think that's a society that we're moving towards um, yeah, so this show is all about real estate. It's about things that are changing culturally. Do you remember 20 years ago when you loved, or, oh, God, 25, 30 years ago when you loved Transformers and it was a midnight movie and you're a teenager? You got the touch. You got the touch. There you go. You got the power. You got the power. That's better. That's more of the 90s crap that I like. Stan Bush. Dan Bush? Sounds like, sounds like Sammy Hagar. I got an idea for a movie. Let's get Sammy Hagar. We can't afford Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Let's get a guy who sounds like Sammy Hagar. <laughs> that doesn't work in investing. Let's get a beach house. No, no, no. We don't have the money for a beach house. Okay, let's get a. Uh, let's make it out of balsa wood. It won't be a problem. Compromising. So a lot of compromises is what I'm kind of seeing, and the solutions sometimes seem to be having you know furniture that transforms into robots and desks and beds and. Yeah, if you haven't been in Ikea for a while, um, they have that micro-unit display. It's pretty fascinating to see the, the the little things that they don't really just transform. It's just it's it's just how people are changing the way they live and, and smaller and more convenient items. It's it's pretty cool. I, I and in reality, that's the way we have to live here in the Bay Area moving forward. Well, our planet can't support it, you know. Or what? If our planet can't support well, Oh, man, you just pulled an old man moment. <laughs> turn, I said if our turn planet... My old what? 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 <laughs> what? you say? Hey, man, I'm 91 years old. Man. Got that? I deserve a little respect <laughs> from you, my buddy. Oh, okay. Hold on. He's saying that his headphones were turned down. You're darn tootin'. So anyway, um, saving space is a big thing, and I think in the world of real estate, that has to come across on, you know, realtors have to know their stuff at this point in time. Millennials want, you know, the differences that, say, Generation X, and uh, Generation X, I want a, I want a bigger home. I want the home that I grew up in, and it's just, just not a reality in, in some parts of the country anymore, without sacrificing a lot of money. Yeah. And Which I'm okay with, by the way. Sometimes I take big wads of cash. I take them up the mountain. We're hearing a lot more people. Pull out my sacrificial dagger. We're, we're hearing a lot more people saying we we need some breathing room and and reaching out to other parts of the state and saying, oh, I want to get a second home and it could be anywhere in the mountains or even Sacramento just so they could have like family vacations in a larger house because they live in some sort of you know sub thousand square foot unit. Right. Just for the convenience of. You work. were telling me about that recently that someone lives in a teeny teeny tiny home. 
They live in a teeny tiny home, but they bought they bought a big two thousand square foot home in Sacramento as a second home, and they, we were able to do it. Even in Sacramento, they wrote a great letter to the lender saying, "This is my family lives there." They proved a couple things, and it worked. And they have a place that they can all get together once a year, or, or you can buy a place in Arnold, for example. And and you know what I don't like about buying a home in Sacramento as a second home, or a getaway home, or as an idea like that, which isn't a bad thing. Like you're you're paying yourself, you're building some equity. I get it, I get it. But I once was in Sacramento, on the outskirts of Sacramento, and I went into a restaurant, and this, this waitress was beautiful. Beautiful eyes, beautiful legs. I was like, oh. But she had a collar on her neck. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> it was a flea collar. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> People in Sacramento have fleas. I, I, I can't comment. I don't want to live in Tracy. Don't want to live in Stockton. Don't want to live in Sacramento. The armpit of California. Behave yourself. It could have been a Rob Black caller. Could have been a Rob Black caller. <laughs> Keep away. <laughs> Rob Black caller. That's right, Jack. So anyway, um, money, investment, retirement. But that's a, that's an interesting one that someone said, I'm going to buy a home. And again, maybe it was an investment. Maybe it was a family cultural thing. Maybe it was, uh, uh, you know, maybe this is somewhere I'm going to escape to one day. Guy got a garage. And he said he liked to have a garage for hobbies. Um, the wife said she wanted to do gardening. These are things that she, they both didn't have in the property that they have in San Francisco. So these are things that people are starting to think about. Um, that's why you're seeing places like the outskirts of Sacramento start to grow. Grass Valley is a huge community, a growing community right now. And we, we were just recently in Auburn. Thinking a different Auburn, way, right? People are thinking a different way. I, I found this a very interesting comment where, um, uh, People from Sacramento are moving up farther up the mountainside because people from San Francisco are coming into into Sacramento and buying up their houses. They're getting all the equity and moving it up farther up the hill. So people are 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 trying are figuring out the California real estate as it moves. Who's going to be the big winner? I think it's the first person on the the uh, beginning of that list. Cities that are close, small cities that are close to mid-sized cities, mid-sized yep. cities that are close to big-sized big cities. Yeah. So it's kind of an elbow. As long as we can the, still burn and churn them out of here. As they like to say in Sacramento, the elbow is connected to my my collarbone. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can find Tony at BayAreLoanSource.com. BayAreLoanSource.com. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I appreciate you guys wildly. Thank you so much. I know you have a choice of comes to listen to shows. Go listen to Midge and the guy who laughs at her jokes. Whoa. And the bossy producer that comes on air and goes, oh, I'm the bossy producer who comes on air. Fine. Get to retirement. Have no money. Live in a cardboard box. Good for you. Make your decision. Do that now because she's so funny. She's just like me, except for she smokes and she's three foot, seven foot tall. She goes by the name Sarah. <laughs> he was one of my favorite bad guy cartoons. 
wasn't it great that the cartoons had to have good guys and bad guys? And that, that kind of ruined my childhood because I started pulling for the bad guy, the Trix Rabbit. Those kids were just mean. They were bullies. They were serial bullies. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Good morning. How are you? Well, well, it's a little rainy. So our first real estate concept was that it's funny how things kind of play out. Um, when square footage becomes too expensive, people say, well, I'd like a bigger house for a vacation, or I'd like a bigger house for holiday get-togethers. And I remember back in 99, people were buying homes in Tracy. Um, 2000, you know, dot-com boom, because they couldn't afford where, you know, their jobs were, so they went further and further away, and then they drove into the jobs. What's interesting about that, I was like, you're mining Tracy, isn't that like the porn capital of, of California? <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, I'm going to run for mayor of Tracy one day, so i got to strike that from the record. But I was like, why would you buy in Tracy? So sometimes you could also, not only could you do it right by watching how things are, are, are going trending-wise, but you could also do it wrong. So you can get in that area that you think is going to be the next hot thing, or that's, that's going to be the area that's going to get the metro built next to it, or that's going to be the area that's going to get the next Facebook campus, and then Facebook shuts yeah. down and goes out of business. Well, there's there's a couple things that are playing into the, the mentality of uh, somebody looking for more room. Um, in a healthy market, you simply sell your property and move to a bigger property. And there's usually a neighborhood that's right around the corner. Um, unfortunately, those types, and you've experienced this, Rob, where single-family homes you, you, in your neighborhood, for example, they're not building any more single-family homes. They're just building condos or townhouses, uh, smaller units. And the the prospect of moving from a smaller single-family house to a bigger single-family house, one, might take you much farther away out of the school district and cost you an arm and a leg more than what you have now. So a lot of people feel locked into their properties. That's one thing that we're seeing. That's why we're seeing a a boom in construction around the Bay Area. We're seeing a lot of teardowns or or building ups, a lot of renovations, because people are just simply saying, we're we're just going to stay here. We have some equity. We can uh, equity lines are are booming. Um, Cash out refinances are starting to pick up because people are saying, we just can't move. We're not going to move to Tracy. We're not going to bart into work. Uh, We're happy where we are. We just need a bigger house. Uh, We're building up. Um, they're they're locked in. Some people can't afford. I, I have clients that have bought in the peninsula and they can't even afford to, to step up to a bigger house in the peninsula, even using the equity from the, the sale of sale of their property. Um, and and they just they just they come to the fact that they're just going to have to build onto their house, save a little bit more money. I hear you. And that's a big trend right now. If I was getting into real estate today, I'd probably go right into home renovation. In a heartbeat. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be building fences to stating decks, painting, total renovations. You have to do a lot of grunt work to do that, though. Yeah, you know, you hire people for that. Okay. It's the same. You know, you do some marketing. You do you you work out the system and do put out some flyers, get a couple clients, do a good job. That person tells two other people. Those two people tell four people, and you're done. You know, it starts spreading. That's what I would do. Right. Now, what do you think about the idea of mid-sized cities? Would you rather own three properties in a mid-sized city or one property in a big city? Mm. At this, just a random theoretical. And again, you're going to, I'd have, you're to, to, I'd have to run the numbers. You know, sure. Over the last seven or eight years, we saw rental properties here uh, go from profitable at 20% down, then it went to 25% down, 30%, 40%. Uh, and now you're looking at a 40, 
into a property just for it to cash flow, uh, where you could easily take that money into a you know an emerging market and. I'm just going to throw some names out there like Grass Valley or Reno or even places like Boise um, and buy two or three properties with that same amount of money or buy it free and clear. And then you, you, it's all about the rate of return on the investment. Um, you also have to look at why you're buying the property. Are you, are you looking to speculate on appreciation? Um, I think as an investor like that, you have to get lucky. You have to feel a little bit lucky, uh, number one, but um, you can't get both. If you can get both, that's great. And a lot of people in the Bay Area did over the last several years. But I, don't th- I think that's kind of played its course. Um, I think people are reaching out of the Bay Area to f- find uh, profitable rate of returns on investment. It's crazy because people look at other people and they get kind of jealous or envious. I was talking with your um, dad recently, um, someone I've known for a long time. And he's like, hey, give me an update. Give me a, catch me up. And I remember saying something along the lines of, bought my house that I'm currently living in at X. It's now worth 2X plus 10%. And he didn't clutch his heart or anything like that. <laughs> Almost did. Don't want to kill the man. But it was it was a cardiac event. I mean, his, his heart fluttered. Most of the United States has not experienced what we experienced here over the last eight years. What you can get in eight years, some people don't get in a whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think of a, like a Bette Midler song or Celine Dion, Once in a Lifetime. I don't know. Um, but yet they see me do it, and they want to do it. I got an email from a guy this week. It's kind of contagious, isn't it? It is kind of contagious. So kind of like my last girlfriend. Don't touch. So, um, I had to reinvent um, venereal diseases because I'm a very masculine man. So, I don't have herpes. I have hempies. I'm not going to talk negatively about women and make a disease a feminine noun or pronoun. I'm not going to do that like the French would do it. I'm not French. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, she was contagious. I'm French! Um, Anyway. That's off top. What were we talking about? I don't know. I was thinking about the first time I heard the word herpes. Oh. From uh, when it was a Cheech and Chong movie. When he he thought the guy was saying hairpiece, but he was really saying herpes. Herpes. It's a funny word. <laughs> I can top your herpes joke with my herpes joke. My last girlfriend was so dirty, even her crabs had herpes. <laughs> Say what? Game over. Game over. Let's move on to real estate. Oh, uh, you know, anytime I see advertisements on Facebook or Yahoo or anything on the web that says, forget your 401k, do this with a home, that just makes my skin crawl. Like, uh, I know you see it, though, because I got an I email, which I want to talk about when we come back, from a guy who, his email to me was this, which, where should I buy, Fremont or San Bruno? I think I got the same email. And I'm like, how old is this guy? How much money does he have? Was it a home equity lottery? Does he have a wife? Does he have, does he have a job? That's a pretty random email. You got the same email. And the guy has a, a show here on the weekends or something like that, right? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. I'm not bitter, I'm just a riddle Born of white, blue, and red If only I could
questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Slightly different. In San Francisco, that has that uneven base and is slanting ever so slightly and uh, has kind of been problematic for some homeowners uh, that bought into the place. What if you were a developer on that? I can't tell you how many times. Oh, I can't tell you how many times. I have a nine-fingered hand. On one hand, I can tell you how many times people approach me about investing in real estate with them at the development level. I'm like, that can be kind of risky. But they're like, but did it? Big payoff. Big payoff. And they get kind of very, you know, um, Tonka uh, from Lost Lost World, Lost uh, Land of the Lost. Meet Chaka. Chaka. Chaka Bomakani. You remember Chaka? Yeah. So I always wanted Chaka. Mike, look up Chaka from Land of the Lost. I always wanted Chaka to live with me. He was like this weird little kid in a hairy suit. Kind of looked like a dog. That was a Croft Entertainment. Um, <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. So, Chaka. People um, who develop real estate, they get kind of like, Chaka, Bomangani, big money, big money, big money. But the people in the Millennium Tower, probably not so happy that they invest in that project. I don't think, I think that's a, kind of a once-in-a-lifetime event for, especially San Francisco. Yep. Um, there's a lot of really good developments going up. Uh, I recently looked down the street and I see five or six cranes going up now and that's a site we're going to see more and more often we're seeing some old buildings getting torn down new buildings put up there's a lot of, like Oakland for example there's a lot of construction going in there and I like that I like to see that kind of revitalization um, happening what they're doing with it I, I have no clue um, I want I want but yeah I wouldn't be afraid of, of being a big developer the land is land is expensive but so are rents rents right now are, are rocking and, and people are looking for places out of expensive places like San Francisco um, to you just put their office. To Oakland and cranes I want to live in Oakland when all the poor people move out <laughs> can you send me a postcard <laughs> joke right <laughs> I want to live in Richmond, California when all the crack dealers are gone. <laughs> Rob's running for the mayor of Richmond. It's tough. You can afford where uh, things have to shift, things have to change, or things do change. Now, there's a lot of changes going on right now. Um, yeah, it's funny it, because I, I live on the peninsula, and peninsula's had garden noses up to the East Bay and South Bay, and Peninsula had their noses up. And we to the South Bay, we're like, we're closer to San Francisco and San Jose. Yeah, every other call I get is, uh, where's a good place to buy in the East Bay? I can't afford a place in the Peninsula. Right. Yeah, so that's where everybody's moving. They're moving east. Right. Or the west is played out, going towards the ocean. Um, San Francisco's played out, unless you're looking for a small condo. Right. Or a very, very expensive um, a row house. Or one floor of a row house. It's a changing environment. Um, I think people are adapting, though, pretty well. I think lenders, uh, from the lending point of view, have adapted very, very well. Um, there's a lot of new products out. Uh, uh, lenders are open to uh, a lot of people looking at condos have problems with litigations. We just talked to a client who was trying to sell his property, but he can't. And every pro- every property has gone down about $100,000 because... Nobody can get financing on it, but lenders are coming up and saying, you just need a little bit more down payment, 
and we can get you a, a loan with a litigation. So lenders are adapting. More products are hitting the market. Um, and that really is, uh, regardless of rates, it is really what pushes real estate, and that's products. That's why we saw the boom in 2000 to 2007. I'm with you. So <clears throat> I saw Antonio Mendez is a mortgage lender, and he's helping me do a second mortgage in a year. Oh, my, my, my. Probably fifth mortgage, sixth mortgage of all time right now because that's what we're doing. Um, Excuse me. Buying a home in America is the most affordable it's been since 1980. I saw this on Trulia the other day. I'm like, I wonder if that's going to be like a Robert De Niro Cape Fear laugh. That that the next thing I'm going to go when I say out loud on the radio, buying a home in America is the most affordable it's been since 1980. And I could just hear Robert De Niro laughing like he did in Shakespeare. <laughs> no, not close. No, work on that, Mike. Work on that. Robert De Niro laughing. Cape Fear. Those aren't selling it for me. Only three of the hundred largest metros, Denver, Miami, and Portland, Oregon, have become less affordable since 1990. Mortgage rates have dropped, which increases long-term affordability for homeowners. Rising mortgage rates and new tax laws, which reduce the mortgage interest deduction cap, could threaten affordability. Okay, so there was a line there. Mortgage rates have dropped, which increases long-term affordability for homeowners. I've said that for years, right? Yeah. It's how much you... You don't care what your interest rate is. It's how much you can afford. Whatever your payment is, yeah. So I've got a mortgage at three and a quarter percent that the payment's so low that if I were to try to put someone in the same square footage with a higher mortgage rate, they'd be like, that's a different home. Like, I'll pay $3,500 for that home, but then you get a higher interest rate, and like, I'm not paying $4,500 a month for that home. So that's one of the things that changes when interest rates move higher and the Federal Reserve does their thing. Are you seeing any fear, any movement right now from people with uh, higher interest rates? Like, I've seen one or two emails, not many, of should I buy now before interest rates go higher? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, being able to lock into a 30-year fix while still in the force is definitely something to consider. You have to remember that the average rate in the United States over forever has been about 6.25. So we're still below the average rate. Uh, we're not too, we're only about one point off of the lowest rates that we've ever seen. And and that's not a big deal. Um, you know, going back to that article, there there are reports saying that yes, rates could actually go up even in the, the mid fives and upper fives and it's and not affect the affordability for the median priced home with the median priced income with 20% down at the average rate and that kind of thing. So affordability is definitely the issue. Um, but I, you know, you look at a place like, why isn't Bay area on that list? You know, since 1992, you know, 2018, 28 years, why, why is San Francisco Bay area not getting less affordable? That's because of incomes. Incomes are there. Yes. Rates are down. Uh, there's a lot of equities, a lot more. What we are seeing more of is more down payment. We're seeing a lot more um, shared incomes, a lot more shared down payments, a lot of gift down payments, uh, parents selling their houses, gifting over. We're also seeing parent-to-child transfers and grandparent-to-child transfers for um, you know the, prop thir- uh, the, the tax basis. That is helping people afford houses. Um, we're seeing a lot of that. So, uh, again, people are adapting. So low mortgage rates help people buy homes. And one of the things I did back in the 1990s when I was an uh, investment advisor starting to uh, run money for people was that I had a chart behind me that showed the Dow Jones Industrial Average over the last 100 years. And it starts in the lower, lower left corner. And it's almost a 45-degree angle. Not 45. Let's say 35-degree angle up for the next 100 years. 
And in it, you can't see World War I dipping, World War II. You don't see the recession. You don't see the 60s, stagnation, stagflation. You don't see oil prices in the 80s where people are lined up. You don't see the 16.6% mortgage rate in 1981. You don't see World War I, World War II, Korea. You don't see, like, over 100 years, you just see this move up. You know what you should put in your office to motivate people to buy mortgages and uh, invest in real estate? A chart that says mortgages. Here they were back in 1981 at 16.6%, and here they are. Oh, look at that. They go down to 3.5%, but they bounce back to 4, 4 and a quarter. That's not bad. We're not at 16. percent 6% in 1981. Yeah. Don't you wish you would have bought a house at 16.6? You're like, woohoo! Because yeah. it dropped from 16.6 all the way down to 4, 5, 6%. Well, uh, housing affordability. Where, where a lot of people fear, Rob, is, yeah, 16.6% interest rate, but homes were, I mean, my dad's house was $83,000. He sold it for $700,000 in 2006. And he bought it in, in 79. And he went through those phases of low interest rates, but, I'm sorry, the higher interest rates, but now interest rates are lower, prices are going up. Yes, incomes are up, but you, you look back at some of the stats we saw that we're looking at at incomes that we saw uh, uh, inflation adjusted 25 year what we saw 25 years ago. Okay, so, so let me, you're let, looking at 1993 incomes, yeah. but lower interest rates. That's why we're seeing well, higher let me reread this headline. So let me reread this that, headlines now. But wait, people fear that the interest rates go up and the prices will go down, and that's natural. A rat suckered you into a trap. American homes, here was the headline, American homes are more affordable than they were 40 years ago, but that could change sooner than you think. Buying a home in America is more affordable than it's been since 1980. Mortgage rates have dropped, which increases long-term affordability. Only three of 100 largest metro areas, Denver, Miami, and Portland, have become less affordable since 1990. So the rub here was mortgage rates were at 16.6%. It's not a fair statistic. Everything became more affordable because we marched from 16.6%. Because they picked a point in time where it was the most right. expensive. Almost, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's unfair. It's the statistic that just makes me want to compare it to 1998, and, and it may not pan out that way. You are correct, sir. You are correct. Before an earthquake. There we go. Before an Robert De Niro, he's laughing at you. I love doing that. You know, it's kind of funny, because Robert De Niro does that in the movie, uh, at a movie theater. I do it at a job, where I'm just watching him working out on a treadmill, and I go, ah! Anyway, Parts Unknown. You know the video game? Nope. Player Unknown. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it starts with 100 people on a plane, right? Here's my, my, my fix for America. You put old people on a plane, you do it for real. You put people who don't pay taxes in a plane, criminals, life sentencers, drop them on an island. The one person who gets off out of 100 gets to come back in, live in California. Amnesty. Amnesty. So it's Tony Mendez. You can find him at Bay Area Loan Source. Mortgage rates are not at 16.6%. They're at a still very historical low. Now is a good time to think about it, especially when there's calamity in the markets and people get fearful. That's when rates drop. And you can take advantage of that. Anyway, anyway you can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. I'm going to be on that big planet treasure trap island that's floating in the Pacific. Control.
Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Chewy Mendez. Hola. You remember I'm so culturally wrong? When I was like, I want to say like maybe 12, 13 years old, you get cable TV and you get the Spanish channel. And you didn't know what it was called then. You didn't know that you know there was Telemundo and stuff like that. Because on the East Coast, East Coast is a little more European focused and West Coast is a little more Spanish, Mexican culturally um, inclusive. Um, but remember when you'd watch, and it'd be like, Stephen Colbert did a, a brilliant parody of it, where he'd play a Mexican TV guy, and he'd have two really good-looking women bikinis standing by him, and just going, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, or, or, like, and it was so sexist, it was so wrong. And America grows up on that, and we're like, we think that's what it is. That's all I got. Well, it kind of is. I lived in. Um, I was kind of. <laughs> I lived in Panama. Rob Black and Your Buddy Show was canceled sadly on May six, two thousand, with help of Tony Mendez, right? No doubt. Um, okay. Real estate. Um, what what angle should we hit today? Mm. I think we, you said you wanted to talk about buying a second home or vacation homes. Maybe that was a topic we we started talking about how people are looking for more space. Um, property va- properties here are, that that's, are being built are smaller. Single family homes are that's expensive. That's an interesting question. Which would you rather have? And when you have small children, they'll say things yeah. like, "Which would you rather have? A baby full of a truck full of baby of baby a truck full of date of uh, a truck full and because they have speech problems a truck full of dead babies or a truck full of bowling balls?" And like, I, I guess I'd rather have a truck full of dead of bowling balls. Like, wrong. Truck full of dead babies are easier to unload. Use a pitchfork. <laughs> and like, whoa. Are you crazy? Kids are smart. So, um. Would you rather have a second home or a vacation home? Okay, which would you rather have? Would you rather have a small home in the area you work? Or a small home in the area, uh, a medium-sized home in the area you work? Or uh, a small home and a big home somewhere else? A vacation home, a getaway home. Right. Remember the police officer I told you about from Oakland? Mm-hmm. He said, I want to buy a home in Oakland. I'm like, no, you don't. You want to rent. And he should have bought a home in Oakland. But in hindsight, I was wrong. But in hindsight, he bought in Oakland and uh, also bought it. He rented in Oakland and bought in Tampa, where he was going to retire. Well, there's completely another angle right there. You have a lot of people who are renting that that may have saved a down payment, but it might not be sufficient for a... Even a condo here in the Bay Area, you know, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar condo, but it might be great enough for a place in Arnold or Tahoe or something like that. Yeah. As a second home, and they turn it into a vacation rental. They get a property management company or a vacation management company, which, by the way, costs an arm and a leg. But you get the the property filled. Um, they help you stage it and everything like that. And then you have another property, or you just buy a rental, and you 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 don't buy it in a vacation area. You buy it in a place where people need to rent. Um, it could be Sacramento. It could be Reno. Knows it could be anywhere in, in the country, uh, but you don't have to buy where you live. So the whole renting angle is, is interesting too. But you, you know, I think I'd rather have a truck full of dead babies. I, no, I think I'd rather have a truck full of money, but um, that's easier to spend, uh, and it rolls off the tongue a little bit better. 
Okay. I'd rather have a, a, a smaller place where I work in a good school district because now I have kids. I have to worry about that. And I'd rather have a vacation property that I can share with. Um, so you recently helped me yeah. get a mortgage on a place uh, in a luxury area that rhymes with Schmaho. Schmake Schmaho. And uh, the real estate agent said something fantastic. He goes, I go, I might, I go, I might keep this forever. I don't know if I want renters in it. I don't want to Airbnb. I, like, I want it to be mine. I don't want, you know, uh, the bad sex people, other people, germs. No. And he goes, Rob, most people buy a luxury place for five to seven years, and they sell it. I'm like, really? So he goes, yeah. So you, as your kids get older, they're going to need the SATs. They're going to need to, like, focus on their friends and and they sell it, and they, they moved somewhere. So what I'm, what I'm getting at is, here's an interesting art, uh, angle, is Lake Tahoe and Sacramento, halfway in between it is a place called Auburn. So you get the old people who went to Lake Tahoe, as their kids get older, they're like, I don't want to shovel snow anymore. They don't want to pay taxes. They, they don't want down, to shovel snow. Yeah, they moved down the hill. And then you get Sacramento, who's like, oh, the city's just become too congested. I want to go live in the country. They look at the country, and they're like, Arnold. Not Arnold. Um, Auburn. Auburn. This is your real estate song. We Gordon to do this. Yeah. So anyway, um, but it is interesting, you know, um, try to find a destination. Sometimes you find a destination from a destination. So, you know, Washington, D.C., their getaways are, you know, the Appalachians and the... Uh, Atlantic cities. Atlantic and, Atlantic not Atlantic uh, Ocean City. Ocean cities. Oh, 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 man. East Coast is not nice. Yeah. New York City's at least got Connecticut and Maine and like some really cool getaways and Vermont. We, yeah, we had Ocean City. Ocean City. Rehoboth. If you wanted to see people drinking two cases of natty beer at seven in the morning on the beach, large enough that you honestly got concerned and wanted to push them back in the water because you thought a whale got in the stock. A hairy whale. And you're like, Mom, there's a hairy whale down there. And it's just a dude from Jersey with two cases of natty bow that he's gonna finish by the end of the day, no matter what happens. Ocean City, not Ocean City, not, not pretty. Not pretty. What's that? Uh, we don't have time for this. Anyway, Tony Mendez can get you your home. He can get you your second home. He can get you your condo, your starter home. And when you're in a rental situation, start thinking that you're not paying property taxes and start saving that for a down payment. You can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. He is my mortgage lender numerous times over. Don't ask him silly questions like Fremont or... San Bruno. No, San uh, Ramon. San Ramon. Don't ask silly questions. Get a loan. They're cheap money right now. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. And would I rather have a cheap loan? Oh, another show. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Yeah, that's a good one. Hi, I'm Rob Black, host of Rob Black and Your Money. Join me and CFP Chad Burton for Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar coming up on May 3rd, 630 to 830 at the Juniper Hotel in Cupertino. Registration is $25, but free with the code RADIO25 when you sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It can be hard to even know where to begin, but focusing on a few essential issues will help increase your income in retirement and your chances of enjoying a secure future. 
CFP Chad Burton will discuss the new tax laws and how they affect your retirement, transitioning your portfolio from accumulation to income, the right accounts to draw from first Social Security changes, good and bad retirement products, measuring risk, protecting your estate from long-term care costs. I will discuss the economy and market trends. Michelle Lerman will explain updates for estate planning. It's the Retirement and Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, May 3rd, 6.30 to 8.30 at the Juniper Hotel in Cupertino. Registration is $25, but free with a code RADIO25 when you sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.